102. 102. Wow. Just about as old as Tim Beak. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it out of the way so the people don't have to. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about what do we do to older cars to modernize them? Spray I mean, them. Yes. Turbo them. Yeah. Put them, right. on, put them on corn. Podcast over. <laughs> you know, all of those are, except for spray, are things that OEMs have done. That is true. That is true. But obviously, we work with uh, some coming on elderly car models. I mean, hell, yeah. Grand Prix are encroaching on being able to be historic vehicles. <laughs> what is the year for a car to be his class as historic? 25 years. So 97s. Yeah, you I, could get a horse. You, could get, plate. you <laughs> could get a historical plate. We should get. Uh, one, we should get one for Zoom's ninety-seven. Uh, we should save, uh, we save should. us some money. Save us some money. <laughs> 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 yeah, and yeah. Yeah. That thing is wrapped and uh, winter prepped like I've never seen before. Yeah, it's got to get unwrapped. Yep, because well. we got to move her around. But anyway, so we work on some older cars. Obviously, technology's come a long way, so it's it's a lot easier to make a Grand Prix more better or than it is an ATS more better because it came with a lot better Bing stuff. Bing bong. Mm. Bing bong. Jeff Gordon's going to King of the Mountain again. That's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know. I, Chevy Sparks. And it would be nice. but so, Yeah, I do commonly use the phrase probably once a week. I have to remind cu- a customer like, man, this is a 20-year-old car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, because sometimes, sometimes guys get into a project and it snowballs and it's being problematic with them. And, you know, I, I you got to always revert back to you got to start with a good running car before you modify uh-huh. it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's tough when they're 20, 20, some, you know, 18 years old, depending on whatever it is. And what state it's uh, spent yeah, its life. I mean, I, yeah. would, <laughs> I would say Tyler can um, also back me up on this, you know. The first thing you need to do when you buy a new Cobalt or a Grand Prix is replace every single suspension component. Yeah. Or else you're going to hear clunks and thunks <laughs> when you go over railroad tracks, or it's going to be a little weird and loose going down the highway, and you change a lane. Like, it's going to need every bushing and all the struts. All <laughs> tie rod ends. Alignment. Oh, my like, gosh. Delta cars and their clunks. They love to do it. They love it. Like, as I'm sitting here, I'm. it's just now hitting me that I timed it perfect completely bypassing all that with the bomb like my car went full race car mode like fifty thousand miles before the <laughs> complete catastrophic everything starts breaking point so i just never had to deal with it yeah there you go well and i i anymore any when i quote customer clutch installs <laughs> and i've learned this you know as soon as the cradle comes down for a clutch install we need to do an alignment well we go to do an alignment and we can't align it because the cab bush the cabs are gone uh, i always want to say cab bushings <laughs> he got it he got the it. cabs are gone the tire ends are gone you know you every say cab bushing <laughs> the, car bushing. the car bushings <laughs> so you know, you sound like Alex. <laughs> so I, I just like include it on a clutch install quote. I'm like, hey man, if the car has 100,000 miles, we should consider doing both front control arms because that's going to make our lives way easier when we go to align this thing. You know, we don't have to. Otherwise, rack and we're going to get your car done, and we're going to pay people to take it down to the alignment shop, and they're going to say, sorry, we can't do an alignment. Yep. And then you're going to have to pay for us to re-rack it and <laughs> yeah. put control. Redo arms it again. It. Yeah. So yeah, rubber components. I would say is by far. The number one. I mean, rubber wears, it degrades, it gets 
I mean, crunchy right and crispy. Your, and right even down to your exhaust hangers, you know, you put a new three-inch cat back on, and you're like, man, it hangs low, and it hits things. Well, that's because your rubber <laughs> grommet is supposed to be this big. Is this long? It's <laughs> had <laughs> some stretching. <laughs> I've reused those so many times, and the last time I did, did an exhaust, I just bought new ones. I'm like, what have I been doing? <laughs> it's such a cheap thing to do. <laughs> well, I bet that's probably a lot of the rattle complaints we get. When people oh, sure. buy a cat back and put it in, because no one thinks to replace the bushings. We just had that with the Gen One Cruise. We caught the cat back. Uh, we before we did the three inch cat back, we're like, "Why isn't this thing fitting right?" I got it saw it on another car. Why isn't this thing fitting right? All the rubber bushings are just completely. Yeah, do we just jump all the cat backs up twenty bucks and, <laughs> and include new just, bushings yeah. in all of them? <laughs> I don't know. People would then complain that they're too expensive. Yeah. Uh, oh, and old catback bolts. Let's not even get started. Oh, on those. my gosh. Yeah. No fun. The, yeah. Grand, the Grand Prix ones on the the downpipe to the catback love to just, like, disappear. Like, <laughs> Is like, those the ring, <laughs> the ring ones? No, it's a normal, like, 13 millimeter, but you're like, is that a... Is that a is what, anything there? What am I supposed to put on that? And then you, like, hammer on a one size too small, and it just goes... Crunk. Yeah. <laughs> we lost image. Yep. The camera's dead, but still sound. Well, technical difficulties. The uh, the other interesting thing is the the base standard for a base model car now is so high. Yeah. The you know like some of our newer Gen two cruisers we've got here. You're cruising the base sedan down the highway. You're like this thing's silent. It's uh-huh. got some power. It's got it's, it's got a nice stereo. stereo. They're, they're the new, like, they're the new LSJ. Yeah. The the I think the biggest improvement on something that we don't sell. To modernize a car is a radio with Apple CarPlay. It changes everything. Yeah. You just hop in, plug in your phone, and you got all your music. You don't Whatever. have to. You don't have to listen to commercials and skip through unless you're some weirdo that still listens to Pandora. Which... Yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, uh, to go off of the <laughs> Apple CarPlay thing, I would say just all you know. And I know you guys ranted about three podcasts ago about touch points. <laughs> It's it's true. You know, it is. If you want to modernize the feel of a car, like you know, in the Regal, I did a shifter, I did a steering wheel, I did pedals, I did a seat. Like those three, those yeah. four things alone, like you get in it, you're like, oh, all right. feels nice. I could see that. You know, I always, I've, I've always put a nice grandpa suede dash mat in because it just helps to like reduce the plastic vibrations, also, and it keeps the car way cooler. If, uh, if you just gut the car, <laughs> all the metal underneath is nice and new and shiny. That's pretty modernized, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like space age. I mean, I'm just ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the M2 CSL, if you get that one, it doesn't even have rear seats. Yeah. So just take them out. It's modern. <laughs> Lightweight. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't take out your seats unless you really want you to. You know, as silly as it sounds, I always feel like a car is nicer if the tent windows are tinted. Uh, yeah, I, but not too much. So, and no friggin' windshields. Yeah, what's up with that? I drove yeah. me off the first time the other day. Oh, it's Thank that. This is interesting. It's, he's obsessed with that. <laughs> <laughs> During the day, you're like, okay, this is fine. And then it's night, and you're... <laughs> then it rains. It's like you're driving with a big old Fig Newton sticker across <laughs> the windshield. <laughs> Can't see anything. But I sure do love Fig Newtons. <laughs> that is on newer vehicles. The interior game is just generally stepped up substantially uh-huh. compared to older vehicles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even the Sonic being a cheaper car was still a huge step up from the Cobalts. Yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. Even, uh, and 
you really got to keep a cobalt really nice to not grab the door when you're shutting it and you feel the the panel flex and it's like <laughs> popping out of one of the clips and <laughs> see ahead of the curve yep panel can't come off if it's gone <laughs> the door closes and the panel just keeps, keeps going, going. Yeah. 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 Uh. or it, or it breaks where your uh elbow goes i've had a couple of cobalt it's, ones that do that how many cobalts you got right now tyler just three just three just three the interior go, breaks down in them so bad though that you have to treat every car like it's ready to fall apart yeah you do <laughs> yeah take everything out and it, somebody said it i mean start with a good clean Getting a, a, a new-to-you car and stripping it down and cleaning it as much as you can can really, A, one, make it look nicer and feel nicer, but then, B, kind of show you what's what's going on, mm-hmm. how crappy it really is. <laughs> you bought your $2,000 Cobalt, and you're going to find out why it's $2,000. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point, because in my head, I was suggesting uh, just pay someone to do it, because if you hate it as much as I do, <laughs> you'd rather do that. But... It could be actually a good tool for your new car. Yeah. Because, I mean, if there's nothing under the carpet, you're going to feel that when mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. sweep. Although, maybe you should probably, so when you're going to buy that $2,000 car, but let me take you down the road and clean it first. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take it to the coin wash? A good clean does help make it feel way better. Oh, yeah, my not, God. Like nothing, yeah, no trash on the inside, super clean. I, mean, yep. I, I always use the term, I'm like, my dirt's fine. I don't want other people's dirt. <laughs> like, your own dirt? It does feel weird. <laughs> you know what the worst dirt is? Is mystery dirt. Steering wheel. Oh, like yeah. grossness. Uh, the the LNF I have has this just weird tackiness oh, to it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure an older episode of the British Top Gear, they did a deep dive on what's in a used car interior. They UV lights, oh. the covers tested, and <laughs> there's some little Siemens in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not the injectors. <laughs> in case you were wondering. They did come out of an injector, though. <laughs> yeah, they did. Did. Yeah, like even even like our our base model Grand Prix, we it's the car's got two hundred five thousand miles on it. We went to the junkyard and pulled a seventy thousand mile interior and carpet. We put that in. Boom, new car. Mm. Just like that, the carpet and the seats alone. And plus, we took the carpet out. And we you found know, we found two spare keys. That's oh, a decent know? hack. Joking. Huh? That's a decent hack. If you have a car that there's a decent number of them made, like Ion Redline guys, you're kind of SOL. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But go to the biggest junkyard in within driving range on a nice afternoon and just and walk see around. if there's a car that has nicer seats than yours. Yeah. Nicer we went, door panels than yours. We went from cloth to leather and all mm-hmm. new carpet for $78. Yeah. See? Now, <laughs> that is a really, I'm really glad you brought that up because I never even thought of that. Well, Probably and, because I've always been an Ion guy, and good luck. Yeah, yeah. finding when, any of When one stuff. shows up at Weller, Tyler and I are like, grab the tools! <laughs> We're going! But, but you can also grab things that you, you don't normally first come to mind. For whatever reason, all Delta cars seem to not have fender liners. So yeah. go to the junkyard and get some fender liners. Sunroof button bezel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get it to stick. But, I mean, the, really... I don't think as many people enjoy the the joy you can Shut get up, out of going if to I'm a not, junkyard, right. yeah, and finding some some good tidbits, some little bits of gold here and there. Oh, 
I mean, oh, yeah. I, my, my regal is pretty clean and how many things have I picked out? I'm like, ooh, that, that little button right there looks good. <laughs> yeah. I need that. <laughs> I have done that before, been at the junkyard and bought things that were for a car I don't even own. Like, that's, a, that's a good <laughs> This is a good door. Uh, the, a good door. Uh, Dad, another, we don't own a Camry, but look at this thing. <laughs> another great way uh, to modernize old cars is sorting out the lighting. Given the yeah. light... New headlights. New headlights are far superior to old headlights, yep. that's for sure. Headlights, and then uh, Jeff Gordon mentioned LED bulbs. You put some LED bulbs in yeah. the interior. Even just the plate lights. Yeah, it the looks plate great. lights. If you put LED headlights in, please re-aim them. Yes. <laughs> like, you're just you're not helping yourself. You will see better if you aim them properly, and you'll stop blinding everyone else. Cabin air filter. Yeah. That's Hugely overlooked. You always pull those boys out, and they've got mice in them and <laughs> freaking pine cones and but stuff. if you never put a new one in, it can't get dirty. Yeah, but then it destroys your motor. Nah. <laughs> then you take that out. <laughs> so maybe flows. Al wasn't the best <laughs> <No>. choice. Equally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here to be devil's advocate. <laughs> oh. Um. I'm always I'm always a big fan on a big a nice new set of floor mats. Floor mats, especially yeah. if you can get a WeatherTech. Weather I was going to say factory or WeatherTech. If you can get a WeatherTech, it by all means needs a set. Well, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I mean somebody's worn a hole through the old one and yeah. it's going into the floor and yeah. pop a set of those in there. Plus, you just took all the carpet out and cleaned it. You want to keep it fresh, exactly for sure. Plus, Grand Prix guys, 04 and up, they don't make WeatherTechs for 04 plus Grand Prix. Really? However, they make WeatherTech's for Impalas, the newer Impalas, and it's the same floorboard. Well. So you just go on and get like an 08 Impala set of WeatherTechs, and they plop right into a Grand Prix. I think we found a new product. Yeah. <laughs> someone someone should tell WeatherTech. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How have they not figured that out? <laughs> yeah. Let's just start flipping them. Yep. Why not? Uh, moving on to mods. Yeah. That make besides suspension. Yeah, besides suspension, that's obviously that we're all big suspension. I mean, really, components. if you want to make your old car new, you just put new stuff in it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep, we're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say biggest thing, especially on a W body or even a Sonic, is brakes. Brakes. Yeah, and it's- I was gonna follow up with motor mounts. Ooh, yeah. I need to Tyler do Tyler just <laughs> <laughs> And we have options for... Uh, Tyler, the other day, Tyler's like, man, I got this clunk. And I'm like, that sounds like another day in the cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we always want to keep up on it because we're always testing parts and we don't want to make sure it's anything R&D related. Well, we're on the rack. Everything's tight. Yeah, it all looks good. He's like, when I leave a stop sign, it happens. I'm like, hmm. Put that baby in drive while it's on the lift and hold the brakes. And the engine goes, <laughs> goes Kunk. It's like, yeah, there it is. Found it. Those OEM motor mounts lasted me 200,000 miles. Not bad. Not yep. bad at all. And I'd, I'd put ours in, but we don't have auto stuff. We had so. an HHR coming in for something one time. And I think Boltman was driving it in and said, watch this, and slams the brakes because the cabs were shot. Slams the brakes and the wheels dang near touch the back of the fender liner. And people just, and people bring cars to us like that and be like, here, make it faster. Mm-hmm. Like, buddy, this thing is scary to drive. Can we fix In that car first? Form. Yeah. I I don't know how some people drive around some of these cars. I know. You just go till it stops. I guess. Yeah. But not necessarily upgrading yeah, brakes. On spray. But 
<clears throat> but even just new pads and rotors. Mm-hmm. I mean, confident pedal feel goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Bleeding brakes. Yeah, yeah. You Bleeding know, brakes. if you bought a 2000 car, those brakes have never been bled. Nope. That fluid is factory wow. fluid in there. And it yeah. is gross. It's not a lot of brake fluid left. It's other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's the same often with differential fluids and transmission fluid. You know the engine oil and coolant may have been changed. Yeah. Engine oil for sure, but coolant maybe. But everything else, there's a chance it hasn't been done. There's something oddly satisfying about getting a new car, changing the oil, Changing, changing all the little stuff, you know, putting new wipers on it. Oh yeah, fresh set of plugs. Like, you're just like, man, it's it's it's, it's the, the small wins. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a new car. A fresh wiper blade is underrated. <laughs> oh my goodness, so underrated. <laughs> because man. I will milk that thing until it's just smearing the dirt around. <laughs> anymore, anymore, I get one little streak. I'm like, it, they're gone. Yeah, go. Like six months to a year. So, Whenever uh, I will let that thing piss me off for a year <laughs> before I finally change it. Dude, they're like five like a ghost gun. <laughs> I have a whole box of wiper blades in my garage because every time I go on Rock Auto, I'm like, yep, wiper blade, wiper blade, wiper blade. And then, so, yeah, same thing. As soon as there's one streak, I'm like, mm. throw those boys out. You keep them in the trunk? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. If he's on road trips, he does. That would be some impressive preparation. <laughs> yeah, that really would. See, be. so you were saying head unit. I'm almost the opposite. I'd rather. I'm. I'm not a huge head unit guy, but just an upgraded speaker, like speakers, like door speakers. Like yeah. You just, you just go on Amazon. You spend like a hundred to two hundred fifty dollars on some door speakers, and you're like, wow. But you got to make sure you have an amp or a. Or add an amp. Okay. Yeah. Or we can, we can geek out on you know car audio, but. Or you go on Amazon and you buy a mid-level set of noise-canceling earbuds, <laughs> and then you take out the head unit and you take out the speakers and you take out. You the also amp. can't hear any clunks when you have those noise-canceling. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, you just buy. You say it's a negative. He says it's positive. <laughs> you just buy noise-canceling headphones and your car is basically good to go. I've been there and done this. this I'm speaking from experience. Maybe here. this is why all these people can drive their cars around clunking and bumping. Dude, and I, I daily drove an Ion on race mounts for two years with a gutted interior. I wouldn't have survived that with my sanity if I wasn't just using headphones all the time. Besides <laughs> the tingle in your body. It was it's a nice massage. Every time you get out, you're buzzing. Yeah. Although I will say, when the car is gutted, it makes living with hard mounts exactly. so much better. Because it's just supposed to be that way. Well, and there's not all the plastics to rattle yeah. around. So That is one weird thing about Delta cars is you can fully solid mount a W body car. And you're like, huh. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's a little it's a little more, but you fully solid mounted a Delta chassis car. Oh yeah, and you're, you're one like, of the wrong mounts, and you know about it. You put the mounts in a Cobalt wrong, and it sounds like you're driving a coffee can full of marbles sitting on top of the world's biggest vibrator. It's, especially if you had our old ZZP top engine mount. Oh my gosh, I had one of those in the car for six hours. Yeah, I had I just, one of those Ingles braces on for like two miles and turned around and took it off <laughs> yeah no uh pro tip if you're ever doing like a rotated rear trans mount on a delta car loosen up your top engine mount so then the engine can actually rotate See, and then it's mike not knows all... exactly what i'm talking about uh, ounces make pounds yeah well mike's car ran for three hours in the last six years don't so. even get me started <laughs> he's got like four more rebuilds to do and then it'll be ready to go again <laughs> I see Randy's in here. He's pretty uh he's pretty good dialed in and modernizing uh shitbox. Um 
I mean, just the amount of technology and this and that he's added into his Sonic is pretty incredible, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, he, and the fact that it looks like it's supposed to be there. It's yeah. too fancy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I fully appreciate his cars. Just I was like, that's nice, but it'd been a lot cooler if you just took everything out. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a lot cooler if you gutted it and scratched the paint. Because <laughs> you know what? Then you don't care. You know, it is true. You have a nice car, and the first time it gets dinged or scratched, you're like, well, it's ruined now. Oh, I love after you get your first scratch because the rest just don't matter. My <laughs> Regal is currently in the garage right now, and the dog loves to play this game where it just runs around the car. Uh-huh. And, like, jumps then, on then, it. Then he'll reverse. No, he doesn't jump on oh, it. Oh, that's good. But he carries, like, something in his mouth that, like, drags it on the side. <laughs> And uh, it's just, I'm so far over it at this point. <laughs> and the last place I worked, we were doing a job out in Missouri. And on, on one of the trips back, we got a brand new shop truck. It was a F-150. It had like 10 miles on it or something like that. So the thing was spotless. And I was taking that by myself, loaded up back out to Missouri. And when the guy was getting ready to load it up and drop the shop box in the back of it, I was like, light bulb. Cars, the truck's gonna be scratched for the first time ever. So I whip my pocket knife out and I scratch the bed first, right where he's gonna set the box. Like ah, I win. Now no one cares. Set the box down, and by the time I got to Missouri, the the bed looked like it was twenty years old. Yeah. I don't know how or why they didn't put any protection in truck beds for so long. Really I mean, they, they they call they come with you know. Sprayed on liners now. The plastic liners were worse, though. Oh, those are bad. <laughs> like they everything never was right. moving in there. <laughs> Alex, does your car have it, or does your truck have it? No, it's got nothing in yeah. there right now. Yeah, I've def- we were talking just before the podcast started, and I definitely own the oldest shear box out of all of us right now. <laughs> and uh, it needs much modernizing. Yeah. But I don't know. At the same time, some of the classic stuff is character. It, uh, it is. So how do you... Bring in the modernizing comforts, but also retain the character of the vehicle. I can respect the character thing. There's a good, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I do like, you know, the early 2000s vehicles. You get in it, mm-hmm. it reminds me of like when I was younger, you know. You got that nostalgic GM interior. The, 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 the we silly... all could use a little bit of that right now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sure. Nothing like a 2002 Monte Carlo to really bring you back to high school. <laughs> Man, my my, right. best, my best friend in high school, his mom got an O2 Monte Carlo SS, and it was all black, all black interior. And man, that was when she would take us to school in that. We felt like such ballers. Yeah, You're like yeah, yeah. My buddy's mom had an Impala LS, but it was brand new and had leather. <laughs> we used to get in that and think we were the shit. I I do think it's funny how it has kind of changed from leather was the premium option that everybody wanted but now the cloth seats are really good and if i bought a modern car which i could never afford but if i could i don't think i would get leather seats yeah don't they still only do leather for butt warmers though no yeah james started doing that and i'm not sure i feel about that (laughs) you know what the best cloth is 90s Japanese cloth. Yes. It's the best freaking Well, I there. wouldn't know, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> Dude, there are Japanese cars in the U.S.? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a 90s Japanese cars in shitboxes. Didn't you have, a like, a 99 Civic? Yeah, but he was talking about nice stuff. Oh. No, I'm talking about... Yeah, like his CRV. CRV. <laughs> I guess those seats were the nicest thing in the car, See? probably. See? There you go. 
They know how to do something right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that car. It was a good beater. Yeah, you can't be a good beater. Anyway, back to engine. Engine engine upgrades that modernize a... Back? Well, that's a half-hour tangent. We never even got into <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, what are some of the top 3800 Ecotec modernizing? Well, for 3800, you don't put a new engine in it. You find a junkyard one that's broke yet. I would say tune. Yeah. As silly as it sounds, tune. <laughs> tune, especially auto cars. A trans tune can completely change a car. Change the especially whole if it's an old, beat-up 3800. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it it will literally take an old dog and make it you mm-hmm. know teach it some new tricks. It'll 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 make it feel a lot a lot more all for a hundred and thirty bucks or whatever we charge. Hundred and fifty if you send your PCM. Yeah, hundred and fifty dollars and which, you can which is always recommended. You always want to send in your original core. It saves you security relearn. We turn in the actual cords for the vehicle. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot the, better. The benefits go on and on. Um, what are your Bo? What are your thoughts on a shift kit or just go with the tune? Um, Shift kit? You trying to accelerate the neutral soup? (laughs) (laughs) There's there's nothing wrong with the shift kit, but uh, normally, normally, just you know, a a good tune is enough and fresh fluid. Um, I've never put in a shift kit in a '65 and been like, yeah, (laughs) you know, yeah, we're chirping some gears now. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's it's uh, it's really just about overall, you know, transmission health. Yeah, that's not line pressure. That's the clutches welding together. (laughs) <laughs> Although, and we've said this before, once you get past a certain point, if you're nearing 200k and that that transfluid has never been changed, don't do don't it. Don't change don't it. Don't touch it. So yeah, and I was, I was, we were just talking about this. I'll briefly touch on it. There's actually a um, acidic reaction between the new fluid and the clutch material, and that it strips the adhesive off the clutch material, and that's why. Oh really? Yep. The old transmission fluid becomes acidic. And then ah. when you put the new transmission fluid in, it mixes in with that, the clutches that are soaked in that acidic transmission fluid. There's some kind of reaction that happens there, and it ruins the glue that's holding the clutch material to lock huh. the bands. So the more Didn't you know, know that. did not know. It's that. it's there's actually some science behind putting new <laughs> transmission fluid in a worn transmission. It's not okay. just like a wives' tale of hey, this new you know don't touch it type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. If uh, and I would say 150,000 mile would be my limit on any transmission <laughs> I'm touching. Um, we definitely yeah. have serviced many of them that are well overdue, but uh, uh, six double six. If you didn't catch the first part, touch everything in the suspension so strut mounts, cabs, sway bar end lengths, sway bar bushings. Uh, you probably need new struts. One thing that <clears throat> I didn't realize was such a big difference until I did them was the rear beam bushings they are horrible to do mm-hmm. but make a huge difference mm-hmm. i got Did you put upgraded ones in or just new stock no just new stock ones and the the old ones weren't too they didn't seem too bad but after i put it back in i was like man there's less creaks there's less squeaks mm-hmm. it's like it's good did it corner better feels like it cool yeah <laughs> it should <laughs> it should i unfortunately you can't get the fe5 bushings from the LNFs anymore, though. You can only get the FE3 or soft ride, but whatever. After uh, you replace all the suspension stuff, new set tires and alignment. Ooh, yes. Ooh, you are feeling good going down the road, that's for sure. Yeah, alignment uh, yeah, too. Eric, alignment I'm need you tires. to put Noah Hammock in timeout. <laughs> A pedal commander. Yep. Bring that up in this <laughs> podcast. Getting a slap on the wrist. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've been in Mike's car. It's you got to shout to talk. <laughs> but it's a, hold on, isn't that how you like it, Al? Yeah, that's how I like it. <laughs> it makes me feel at home. <laughs> <laughs> Honey Badger Idol is a little bit aggressive. Goo man. <laughs> The idol on that thing even makes me think the car's going to fly apart. There was a customer that had uh, sent in some videos earlier this week that was freaking out about the F40 transmission rattle. Yeah, yeah. Because they had just done a clutch. And when you go from the dual mass to single, they rattle bad at idle. And I listened to the video and I laughed. Like, I wish my car sounded that smooth. It's just everything that can rattle is just... It is very interesting on how a select amount of our customers are super sensitive. Uh-huh. And then the other half is just like, no, it's, it's good. Dude. The other, <laughs> like, no, it's not. The other <laughs> half of them could have a softball-sized bulge out of their tire, and they're like, no, I don't, everything seems fine to me. I don't know what you're talking about. It's done that since yeah, I got it. it's always been this way. Ball joints have no, like, friction <laughs> left in them, so you're you're making a left-hand turn, and the steering wheel suddenly just goes back to straight. Yeah, it's fine. Dude, it sounds like gravel when you hit the brakes. Yeah, it's always been like that. <laughs> That's the hilarious thing about our customers. We take it seriously when, you know, you guys come back to us with a complaint or an issue. But we have to factor in, you know, we yeah. have a broad spectrum of customers. Yeah. You, you've got yeah. some people who a fitting is like 10 degrees off. And they're like, ah, I don't know about that. And then other <laughs> ones that are like, oh, yeah, I, had to, I, I tried to bend this and then I broke it. And then I welded something on and it's good. <laughs> I had to take the engine out to get it in. But <laughs> now, that is all 3,800 uh, customers. So you can send pipe. it and they'll make it work. Yep. It's just a downpipe, man. You're not supposed to take the engine out. <laughs> Well, I figured while I was in there. While I was in there. (laughs) You guys understand that, like, it's not as bad as our jokes would make it seem. But, like, there have been cars that showed up for power mods. And we're like, buddy, this is not safe to drive. (laughs) Like, go back home, get some brake pads. Yeah, redo it. And come back. We we did try to start implementing something where if if you're going to bring us your car, and especially if it's going on the dyno, it needs to be. It needs to drive straight, and the, the tires need to go in one direction. Yeah. And <laughs> but like I, I've had cars <laughs> dropped off for a remote tune, and I hop in it and start going down the road. And the first time I hit the brakes, I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> not gonna do not, this. Not doing this. Turn around, come right back." Like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. It's just you can't, mm-hmm. can't drive this. Yeah. I'll freaking, yeah, there's, nah, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not common, but things like that do happen, and they really leave us scratching our head. Yep. Uh, we grabbed on it earlier, but uh, E85. I mean, if if you're looking yeah. and you if have you wanna, it available. That's one of the few mods that is an absolute seat of the pants difference. Oh, it's so magical. 100%. And I would, just the price point as well. Mm-hmm. I would say if you're like, man, this is my daily driver. I want to increase some performance, but I don't really want to do anything to it. Tune it on E85. Yeah. Boom. Totally stock car. Probably I probably need a set of injectors. And depending but... on the car and fuel prices in your area, you may save money. Like the, the Blue Sonic, the dollars per mile is better on E85 mm-hmm. than it is on 93. Even on and my... it's faster. So why would you not? What's the loss? Even on my LSJ, it would get... 22 combined before and now on e it gets 18 and it makes 25 more horsepower like that's mm-hmm. yeah. that is a no-brainer win-win but it's a good mod i would i i still think my favorite mod at 3800 is like a stage two kit 
with the 85. Yeah. Intake down pipe tune. E85. Boom. Mike, we don't send you Such blend parts. Car. We just damage all your parts before we send them. <laughs> They're good parts. Yeah, we have a little note in the system that Whenever says... Mike orders. No E85 and angry noises. I would be angry, too. I We are super blessed around here. We yeah, could throw yeah. a stone and in the hit best. three E85 <laughs> stations from here. I mean, there, there are some customers, though, that, I mean, they know how good E85 is, and they, like, order in 55-gallon barrels of E85 and keep it in their garage and have a hand pump and, and do it up. And, you know, I say that I don't know if I'd be willing to do that, but if I, I didn't would. have it available, I, I think it would come down to it, and I would. Absolutely would. And you can get a pretty good price on it when you order it in 55 gallons at a time. Yeah. I mean, heck, we got considered it. E98 for less than 3 bucks a gallon. Yeah. I mean, we had to order 256 gallons, but, you know, <laughs> that's easy. Oh. <laughs> Just keep it in the garage. I've considered it. Except there's no real good way to shut the pump off when it's full. Yeah, yeah. You're just cranking along until it comes out of thing. <laughs> and then you're like, ah! <laughs> reverse flow, reverse flow. Sucks! <laughs> I do! <laughs> yeah, what is the 85 of the pumps right now? Oh, man, yeah. it's low twos. Um, yeah. 230. I found it for 210 over At the, the weekend. At the good stations. <sighs> there's a... I only needed like three gallon, but I'm like, yeah, I'm taking it. <laughs> this... taking it. Speedways and some of the Myers are a little high around here. My, Meyer E85 is always really high. But it like is. the J&H and Mobile One stations, they're low twos right Which now. Which Meyer gas is yeah. normally lower than most. Yep, but their E85 is way higher. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, Mobile, they're, they're, the Mobile on Chicago Drive is 50 cents cheaper than the Speedway at all times for and E85. the pumps operate at 50% of the speed. 50? They're like 20%. Well, yeah. Yeah, sure. Plan accordingly when you go to that. <laughs> yeah, that's the one downside. <laughs> I don't understand. It's been years. Yeah. This isn't a mod thing, so take take the piss if you want to, but battery, charging system, new starter. Like, getting that, yeah. I don't know. I did it on my truck recently, and it's. It I'm is, like, this is the best thing I've ever done. It is really funny how much healthier a car sounds when it starts if you have a new starter and a good battery. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Like it goes from like. <laughs> wah, here's wah. a funny. Here's, <laughs> a, here's a funny hack for you. You, <laughs> you don't even need a, a car stereo. Just, that was top tip. Just buy a cheap car audio capacitor, <laughs> and your car will start so much faster because it buffers the compression hits. And it just makes it sound like you have a way better starter and battery. Uh, yeah, the, the the base model's getting up there with either the battery or the starter, because I, I went to start it this morning, it was just like, and then fired up. Dude, but good electrical is important, you know. There's so much, the ignition system, whatever, it's all... Yeah, speaking of ignition system, Bill Kish was fighting a bunch of ignition system problems, and uh, he just mentioned... His ethanol is down to E60 in Buffalo. I Ooh. believe it. We, we're, yeah. only, we're only getting like 69 to 71 right here. If nice. you're lucky. Yeah. But uh, yeah, E60, oof. Yeah, uh, cleaning up grounds. That's major. That's mm-hmm. that's huge. Okay, back, to the, back to these cars are 20 years old. You know, the amount of moisture and corrosion that's happened on all those ground surfaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I know some of them didn't even get the paint scratched off on a nope. lot yeah. of applications. Like, <laughs> um, you know, like on a Grand Prix, there's the big Grand Prix or a Regal. There's a big three. Each frame rail has a 10 mil and then the one on the bell housing. Um, and then I normally add one from the alternator to the strut tower. Yep. Same for you guys. Oh, yeah. The, the cobalt one, uh, I guarantee you the one under your headlight is pretty much gone. And then, uh, 
you know, check the one on your trans bell housing. That one gets rough or loose. You know, just tighten it on up. Keep in mind also, depending how bad they are, you don't necessarily have to fix them. You yeah. can just make different ones. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, really, if if you want to do it yourself, just grab some speaker wire and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some terminals. Like if the main terminal where it's ground into the body is just completely wasted, find another one. <laughs> like, it's all metal. <laughs> yeah, it, it can terminate three inches further down it, the body. Yeah, it's it'll be okay. Uh, cobalt. If you ever have a weird electrical What's issue with that tan, check I, the I don't know uh, I have a tan right now. <laughs> You are looking a little uh, rosy over there. I mean, I'm a rosy cheek kind of guy, but you know, (laughs) damn. (laughs) But check the big 50 amp fuse in your in your trunk because that can get wet because cobalts like to clog the sunroof drains and they all have sunroofs. So now hold on, why is there a username that says UK bound that's hitting on Alex? Hmm. Apparently, I'm looking tan right now. Is this wife? This ain't the tan in time of uh, of living in Michigan. Mm. No, I don't know. I don't know if Corinne tunes this, but. Hope not. <laughs> Just self-tap a spider web. <laughs> yeah. The more you use, the more it glues. <laughs> yeah, I've I've added plenty of ground. I'm like, yeah, on my uh, that Cavalier I had for a while, it started having symptoms of bad grounds. <laughs> so you mean earths? Bad earths. earths. Yeah, there we bad go. earths. <laughs> so what I did was. <laughs> I took jumper cables. I, I took both of them and just clamped them on the engine somewhere, and then clamped them on frame, and the problems went away. So I was like, "Well, they all look bad." So I just made a new ground from one of the cam gap areas to the frame and left all the old ones, and everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick question: Somebody's asking about headers for an LS4. <sighs> Hate to tell you. We're not going to be doing anything with LS4 anytime soon. Yeah, probably not. We got a downpipe, and we got cat back. I, yeah, and a cat. But we got a full exhaust besides the manifolds, and uh, obviously we tune them, and all of our W body suspension parts fit. But um, unfortunately, it's just one of those platforms that doesn't get love. Last week, when I was following along with the comments, I saw someone mention an equalizer for an LS4. We we investigated. Not really possible. I say I wasn't familiar with the engine layout. I didn't know yeah. if it was feasible or I not. I need zero. I need like a smidgen of a reason to do an equalizer. <laughs> I love doing it so much. So literally, we, we would right. happily do one if if it was feasible. Literally, I mean, it's already tight on a thirty eight hundred. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, right after the thirty eight hundred one was done, we were doing the cat back stuff on the LS four, and we were we looked, we brainstormed, but there's, yeah. just, there's yeah. not room. It would you sound have, great. I don't know how how it would sound. I don't well, think the LS4 sounds bad. Yeah, it's I don't it's know. not as bad as the 3800. It's with a little bumbly, uh, rumbly compared to like a clean V8 sound. But we have got quite a few of our catbacks out there, though. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Uh, I think have it you, sounds you, a little too much like a truck. Did you ever hear Kenny's equal length 48? Kenny Dangler. No. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Kenny yeah. what? So yeah yeah. <laughs> so like. I, I get what you're saying. Like yeah. the the, the du- side mount truck kits with the wraparound manifold collectors. Like oh, yeah, they have yeah. an odd sound, but they don't sound bad until you hear an LS with an actual equal length. Yeah, you get that and a crossover, sound. and then you're like, oh, these can sound really, really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing is it wouldn't have an X still. Nope. Oh yeah. Well. 
Eight to one hitter. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> like that LSFRS. Oh, man. That thing's pretty cool. And the dude's like 21. We built it. Took it to SEMA. Wow. Anyway. An oil change always makes my ride feel new. It, You know, it's nothing that you can ever actually feel. Like... I definitely don't feel bad flooring it right after an oil change. <laughs> no. I mean, I feel uh, maybe it's your brain telling you. You can kind of hear it a little bit, maybe depending on the motor, but it, it definitely depends because if you're burning a little oil and your lifters aren't getting fully primed and you start it up and it takes and you're used to it, and then you put in a fresh five quarts in and you're like, yeah, this is Sound crispy. <laughs> this is peak. <laughs> peak perfection. All right, so we covered suspension, E85, uh, on an LSJ, you could argue, some people would say, that a turbo is a modern upgrade. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, yeah. Yeah? I think it, I think it, I think a turbo for an LSJ or a 3800 makes our, those platform vehicles drive like they're definitely 10, 10 years newer. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. Yeah, I, it's, it's very hard to resist doing a Z54 entry-level kit on my LSJ. Yeah. Even though you love superchargers. I, I I love the blower for around town. Driving around and bombing around. Dude, I've been yeah, telling t- you for two years to I put know, a bottle you- <laughs> on it. I don't understand. what like You know I, it's going to be good. I keep buying other cars. Which well, take away. stop. <laughs> well, maybe if I sell this LNF. You're going to sell the LNF. Well, it's not... Maybe it's when. Yeah. But. Like, you need to pick something. <laughs> like, when I sell this, nitrous happens. That's and true. commit to it. That's true. Like, I'm sorry, Erica. This is just how it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> now, with the 3800, oh, what's the, what's the old, uh, <laughs> what's the split on supercharger turbo? I mean, are many people turbo in that Well, thing? see, in the Grand Prix world, there actually is a Here reason to Here stay on a blower. <laughs> there you go. Because you're putting a turbo in, you also get more ns. It goes away. It is. It's actually way. It's actually way more to calm than that. It's just. It's just like. It's just like. <laughs> little bubble popping. And you're like, come on, do something. I don't want to. You know, like that little turtle noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the weakest blow off out sound ever. <laughs> and then and then just, you're not moving. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Uh, Alex, it is very bizarre because <clears throat> LSJ dudes, they love to go turbo. And they do it in droves. But Grand Prix guys just love their blowers. And I would say it's nine blowers to one turbo, whereas the people that we see and purchase parts from us for LSJs are like three blowers to one turbo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Th- the problem with me is nobody puts together a turbo 3800 W body car that works. <laughs> I'm Dude, sorry. we I mean, you did covered it. this because the trans. Cause, <laughs> no, okay, but uh, you mean fair little... point. Fair point. But transmission hurdle aside, do you think that's the reason guys don't go all out? Because they know that that's probably going to happen. Well, even if you don't go all out, I'm just saying, like, that's if true. you if you get a car and you're going to mod it, and, and they'll go eight to ten thousand dollars down the blower path. 
when they could spend five to six and be, go down the turbo path and, and have, have a better one. result. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and just not run it on 10. I was going to say it. And just not run it on mm. 10. They sound better. Yeah, they do sound better. 3800 turbo sounds I, yeah, amazing. You put a Z3 kit on gate pressure, and you're already surpassed what you would have done on the blower. Like a like a full cammed blower build, yeah. 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 And it's they pretty sound bizarre, good. and just nobody does it. Nobody just does picture it. that 3800 guy lifting that blower off and putting an <laughs> NA intake on top. You know tears are coming down his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they always argue, well, I'm just going to leave the blower and turbo it. And it's like, ah! <laughs> Don't Stop do it. that thing. That's where you need that Trump clip. Sounds great. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. <laughs> Which is all good, you know. I had a blower car; they're they're right, but I just don't see it. The, the LSJ guys love to do it. We got a beautiful LSJ build coming together this week in the shop. Stage two cams, neutral balance shafts, ATI FX five hundred Z fifty four. That's gonna be a fun it's car. Be fun. It's I'll gonna cream make... his pants a little bit. <laughs> you know what's great is we're not even touching the LSJ. Nope. Leave it as is. Like, you it's know, fine. we're going to do the timing, and it's getting cams and neutrals. But mm. other than that, you know, we're not putting head studs in it. We're not forging it. We're not putting a port head on it. And it's going to make dang near 400 wheel. Mm-hmm. Pump gas going to hold it back a little bit, but it's still going to be an extremely running, good running car. Oh, yeah. Um, That'll be a lot of fun. It's got all the cooling mods already. It's 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 a, a guy that went full M62, and he's just ready for the next step. You know, one one thing that I'm just now thinking about is <clears throat> is the reason more 3800 guys stay with a blower because your your mods that you can do to a blower car will take you farther than say an LSJ car would. Maybe. Cuz I mean, if you think about it, most stock LSJs will dyno like 210. Mm-hmm. And you're going all out on blower and you're making 300. So yeah. 90, 90 wheel. There's game. probably like a 75 wheel horsepower increase or with a full build. Like no, like no. a three like 375 would be a max effort M90 build. Like well, if you make don't North, they don't they make like 220 stock? Yeah. So you got a hundred and something there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's definitely a larger increase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor. Does uh, he know how to math? I don't think so. <laughs> What are you, what's the problem? <laughs> 220 to 375 is larger than 210. Yeah, but you said 75 horse gain. Over an LSJ. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> there it is. Sorry, Sorry. That no makes worries. sense. No worries. <laughs> like, are we the crazy <laughs> uh, Connor, my LNF had an LDK put in it in 2016. So it has like 20,000 miles. So they're looking pretty good. <laughs> Looking pretty good. So yeah, if anybody wants a 2008 LNF car, should we uh, drop anything about yeah. uh, uh, something else some, on some, some Gen Three actions? Oh yeah. Uh, what? If anyone here is curious, uh, we have LDK long blocks back on the site. Right. I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they're when, up there. When did this happen? Uh. Four hours ago. Oh, oh, I'm still doing a workout, apparently, oh. from yoga. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, we got those. Uh, okay, cool. So if, if you need your your Gen there... 3 block after your LNF milkshaked itself. This may not happen again. Don't uh, yeah. wait. We yeah, didn't think literally. it would happen again. We didn't. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Get them while they last. <laughs> yeah. It's 
It's like grandma's cookies. When they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. That's true. Jason did go from 210 to 350. Shut up. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, Mike also went from 140 <laughs> to 456. <laughs> so, well, you know. Do you know how to math, Tyler? <laughs> He's an anomaly. It doesn't count. <laughs> there is those anomalies out there. Yeah. Well, it's we got... frustrating when c- customers flock to anomalies because they see their success and they don't understand, understand all the work that went everything else that went into it. Yeah. Because this is me getting a little more serious for a moment. Like when you look at Jason, when you look at Mike, when you look at Justin Reed and Tyler Stone, like. It's not just parts that they put on their car. Like the, those people's vehicles are what they are because of those people. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you can model your build after theirs, but don't try to carbon copy it because you're not them. Build your car. Build what you want. And and what you're capable of too. And you're obviously going to learn. I mean, when you're going to have a lot more fun if you understand your abilities and work within them. Yeah, because where I was five years ago is very far. From where I am now. Me too. Well, it's just all the details. The, you know, I'm sure those guys are, you know, they're the type of guys who, when they're putting together a car, they'll spend an entire night on one thing. Exactly. Or an entire year. (laughs) Well, you know, a full eight hour Sunday in the garage, finessing one component Uh of that, of the vehicle, you know, whatever it may be, to make sure that it's absolutely perfect and optimal. And, you know, that's where you get those 10 to 20% gains, gains. Mm-hmm. because everything adds up. You know, like in... Ounces make pounds. Yeah. You know, like, uh, oh, there's tons of things that just, yeah. Yeah. You, you can't overlook anything. No. You got to think about and, everything. And that's where you get that extra bit mm-hmm. out of... For sure. You know, we, we sell parts to people to be able to put on their car and have a lot of fun and make good power, but... You know, obviously, we made 900 wheel horsepower on an LSJ. We're not going to sell that to people because it's not realistic for one and two. You know, if you want to get to that, then learn along the way and figure out what it takes and and go from there. Mm -hmm. Uh, No hammock, LNF and LDK. Uh, LNF is a Gen 2 Ecotech. LDK is a Gen 3. The block is considerably better. It's a partial closed deck. Uh, the unfortunately the rods in an LDK are considerably weaker than the LNF ones. So if you do a Gen three, which is LDK LHU block with uh, ZZP rods and pistons, you're good. Never seen an LSJ Spark, but I did see an L sixty one Aveo that's currently in process. There was an LSJ swapped Aveo. Oh, really? Yeah, that I saw online somewhere, and it made like three fifty and ran thirteens in the quarter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the type of stuff that um, comes together on a build like Widowson's and such is like when I put together Zoom's GTP engine, I went through our bin of rockers and picked out all the ones that felt the most free. Mm-hmm. Granted, they're all good rockers. But that you, little one percent difference. If you, if, yeah. you, if you go through them, you're like, man, that's a good one. Like, oh, even man, if you're completely making it up, it's yeah. still a and thing. Then, and then yeah. I like hand filed the rocker shims to make sure there was extra clearance and there was no, you know, it's mm-hmm. like it's just like 
the amount of little things that you address add up for 20 wheel on the end of the day, you know? Mm-hmm. You do 10 different things, call them all 2% a piece. Yeah. There you, you go. Know, making sure the blower intake and everything's perfectly port matched and lines up. You know, make sure yeah. your gaskets, you you know, you trim out your gasket so there's a little extra airflow. You you gasket match the intake manifold to the intake gasket. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And not everything will work out. I mean, if when you're doing this and working along the way, you'll come across things where you're like, yeah, this makes sense. And then you do it and you're like, oh, well, that, that didn't do. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Just like really hogging out an LNF head. You would think it would work. No, negative gains. Yeah, <laughs> negative gains. Well, yeah, yeah. Back to that as well. You know, like in Zoom's car right now, it, we've we've tried a lot of bottom end options, but it's got a stock bottom end L36 in it because that's the one that works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about creating the recipe. You know, <clears throat> yeah, Put and the time in. And obviously, we have a lot of big brains around here. So if if anyone ever wants, you know, reach out. We we love talking about this stuff. So you know, even if it's like, hey. What what do I want? What do I do to my cobalt to make 900 horsepower? We'll give you the basic recipe, and then if if you keep poking and prodding, you know we'll we'll let you, let you know. I don't know about 900, but well, it's if someone useless. convinced us that they actually needed it, yeah, and they had a blank check, yeah, yeah, that hasn't happened. <laughs> I think that's a really important uh, focus point because you got to know. One, your skill level, and two, what's the aim of uh, what the you project? Do. And you can kind of retrofit that into modernizing an older vehicle. What do you want to achieve? And and even sometimes when that carrot's dangling of you achieving something in front of you, you think, oh, I'm going to get this thing together tonight, or I'm going to port match this for the rest of the night. You know, your body can kind of draw oh, yeah. you in, in one direction. And mm-hmm. and I think that's it's just great to have aims it's great to have things you want to achieve and then stick into that and not letting yourself get distracted along the way yeah taking the time to i you know a lot of our customers these are our daily drivers so they can't be down for weeks on yeah. end but if you are going for that extra 10% you know you you got to have a dedicated car that you're doing it on so you can take the time and and do all that uh brandon alvarez uh rear really Rear really bouncy, like blown shocks, or because that could easily be it. But then also, if you have both bump stops in the rear, uh, you know, see if they're contacting each other, and you might Just have to cut it. Depends on the type of bouncing. Yeah, if it's like a, a slow long range, probably just blown out shocks. But if it's hitting, then it's like Tyler said, it's probably your bump stops. Mm-hmm. Another another good detail that uh, that I picked up on just last year was. Four new wheel bearings for the drag strip. Make sure your brake yeah. rotors and brake pads aren't hanging up too aggressively. You know, I'm, I remember we were playing all of the wheel bearings and make sure you find. Yeah, the ones we that we spin played with your car a little bit before the half mile when we were doing the rear brakes, um, making sure that mm-hmm. they would spin freely. Um, and then I actually just took the e-brake shoes out of my Regal, mm-hmm. and the amount of time that that wheel spins with no <laughs> shoes in it is 10x. Yeah. Like, if you took, with the e-brake shoes... Can't in drag it, if there ain't no pads. Yeah. With the e-brake shoes inside of that rear rotor, you <clears throat> would spin get one the wheel. It'd, it'd get one or two. And now it goes just... Yeah. And I'm like, And Man. it's an auto, so you don't need a parking brake. No, exactly. <laughs> a trailering is the only time I ever used it. And it does yeah. it does hella burnouts without holding the parking brake. So. <laughs> well, all right. We got uh, three minutes left. If anybody has any more questions... You know, let us know. Catless, no, you don't need a catless downpipe. Nope, and we do not have any, and will not have any. Uh, Sebastian Morrison, 
I've never seen a finished Ecotech swapped S series. Nathan Schlawin was working on one for a long time back in the day, but I don't think anybody ever finished it. So if you want to, do it. I always thought it'd be cool, but you can't find those cars anymore. That'd be wild. Get just start a complete project like that and not finish it. Oh man, he was so far too. Would eat me alive. He had a custom subframe and everything oh. made up, and wow. yeah, he never got to it. That's a bummer. I'm still desperate to see an LNF in the in uh, Sonic. Yeah, and, and yeah, or an LNF cruise like they should have come. Oh jeez, it's so much spe- working on a one four in a cruise compared to a Sonic night and day. There's all the space. Man. There is the no so much room. <laughs> so much there space. is no way they designed that car around that engine. No, there is no. absolutely no way. I don't believe way. it. It probably had a two four in it, like the uh, the what's Verano. It? Yeah, it would it's, have been so much. Better it's the same <laughs> platform. It's yeah, the the Verano came in a turbo LHU. Yeah, oh, and it's man. the same car. You can even get it in a manual. They're well, very that's hard to the oh. thing. That, that's the thing too is like they had the RS. They could have gone so far with that RS. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know why in the world they didn't make. They're like, oh, it's it's bumpers and a badge, <laughs> and you and you get a, a fancy Watts link. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. Man, that's you can GM... literally get an RS with drum brakes in the rear. <laughs> the GM compact performance has been so frustrating. Yeah, but. Ford and Dodge are just like, oh, let's go. Like, All-wheel oh. drive, everything. It says RS. Uh, a big brain, 67. Quarter-mile goal for the second-gen cruise? I don't know. Well, first we need to Tell us what the... the record is. We'll beat it. Well, I've been thinking about it a lot. We have not drag like raced. 16 Z. seconds. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> one twenty five. First, first day at 131 this year. Let's put the slicks on Yeti, and I guarantee you it'll go with... 13-2. Well, he's talking about second-gen cruise. Oh, second-gen? Yeah. Yeah, you goob. So just posted the video. Sorry. 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 The uh, second-gen development is rolling. I, I was, it is. Sorry, I jumped, things going. I jumped on that too aggressively. I was thinking about this just yesterday. <laughs> what what the cruise... I Probably Jeff McGovern? Uh, no, he's second. There's one other dude that's like 13-6. What the could blue be wrong. car run? 13-4? 13-4. I don't even remember. Yeah, it's 13-4. Not as quick as it can, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. That was that was a long time ago in Z04 production and all that. We we've learned a lot since then. Mm-hmm. Have just, faith in just, Yeti. <laughs> if we could have a twelve nine <laughs> cruise, uh-huh. go ahead, <laughs> go go beat it with the Yeti, and then see what happens. Why? I ain't gonna let that stand. <laughs> Why don't you just go and like we'll do it together? <laughs> Make me. <laughs> I mean, you probably beat me. We got, we got nines to run in a Sonic. I'm system. trying to get you to challenge. Beat me, dang it. Oh. Someone else, please go run tens in a Sonic so I can push that thing to eights. Run anything <laughs> faster than a 13-4. Dude, someone get within a second of us and I'll go eights. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, do it. Please. Don't think I can't. <laughs> A big brain is that uh, twelve seven three in a second gen cruise? If so, that's that's actually pretty solid. Yeah, that's solid. That's moving out, big brain. Yeah, we're about to turn the gen two up, and I'm excited. We're, we're gonna it. we're gonna find the limit of that <laughs> aluminum block. Gonna be comrades through the side of the block before we know. <laughs> it's it. gonna be really <laughs> sad if it's like 187 horsepower. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we'll make it past there. No, there's uh, there's one dude that claims he's making 300, so maybe it's Big Brain. I mean, 300 horses maybe. and 1273, that would that, make that sense. That's pretty in line. line yeah. Uh, Blue Shirt is not on the website. This is an exclusive five oh, K running club. Around. This is this is a shirt from my first five K. Yeah, believe it or not, I can run. <laughs> I know it's wild, but and I don't like it. There can't have been many uh, twenty-five to twenty-nine-year-olds that ran that race because I positioned first out of that group, <laughs> and I'm not a very fast runner. So, uh... oh well. 502, what are, you, what are y'all's doing for, Yin's doing for this weekend? Somebody's demanded me to answer Philly D's question. I didn't see it. No, are you guys still making lumen heads for 3,800? No. Uh, no. Yeah. No, we have a small batch that are... <laughs> Don't even say that. You yeah. can't afford them. They're already all committed and taking years to get together, so... Effectively, no. Busy. The only reason we're doing a batch is because we found a oh thirteen seven three a set that's still not bad castings. that's still decent no more aluminum thirty eight heads under unfortunately yep uh this weekend nothing major nothing chilling nice. snowmobile prep me and Bill Kish oh yeah wow we're heading out next weekend going sm- snowmobiling going to the UP in oh boy up. dreamy yep me Bill Kish and my brother we're gonna put some miles on the sleds next nice. weekend don't get a ticket again I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't. I got all my stickers. <laughs> Alex, what you doing? I'm picking up myself a diesel next oh, week. Oh, so that's right. Garage is getting prepped. Need to get some tools. Are you Are you doing the swap? Like all the fixing in the garage? Absolutely. <laughs> what are you getting? I'm getting a diesel next week. A diesel what? I'm going back to my European roots. I'm getting a BMW diesel next week. He's getting a European vehicle and a diesel, like the two sins you could do. But bear in mind, I have a 1996 GMC Bard Eagle at home, so <laughs> I feel like that like teeters oh, me out a little bit. It does balance pretty damn well. Yeah, I don't balance. know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just quickly. Al, you love compound turbo setups. Get this. The last generation of the diesel that I'm buying, from factory, quad turbo. Yeah, what's the one you're buying, got? Just one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, how, about, how about that? <laughs> Wait, that's cool. like saying I don't want to own BMW. You got so, a quad turbo BMW. So have, you, have you seen the ATSV? Yeah, I got a ATS two, two liter, <laughs> or like not even a two liter. Yeah. Like a, you know, in 2019, the ATS came with two turbos. I only have one. I don't have that one. <laughs> Mine's an NA three six. <laughs> Quad turbos? Yeah, I know. Can you believe that? But you really don't want to own that. No, I would no, absolutely no, not want to own that. I would want to build it. Sounds like a maintenance exactly. nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Al, what you doing? You doing any skating this weekend? Nah. Nah. Gonna watch Disney on ice, though. Do you just have, like, a tarp filled with water now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Back it, it might start freezing again. <laughs> Nah, it got blown over against the fence oh, in a windstorm rip. the other day. But it was done for anyway. Well, but I have two ice rinks within five minutes of the house, so there you yeah, go. not that big of a deal. I'm getting better. We're getting there. <laughs> it is so challenging. 
I had an old man moment last night. I get up in, at like 2.30 to get a drink, and I look outside, and a piece of the garage siding's flailing in the wind, so I put the Crocs on, run over, put it back on, putting it back on at like 2.30 in the morning. Like, ah, go back to bed. <laughs> this cannot wait until the morning. <laughs> no. I didn't want to lose it. Then I'd have to like That's buy true. It. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got to fix a port breaks. <laughs> I'm with you. I get it. Well, all right, we're after five. Hold on, Tyler, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I got a wedding. No. Yeah, no another weddings. wedding. Another bond, another cobalt this weekend. <laughs> or... Not yet. I got to sell one first. <laughs> Three cobalt. Not yet. He hasn't uh, found HHR. another one yet. <laughs> That's true. If a good HHR pops up, I'll oh, probably buy it. <laughs> he would, too. Uh, I think we're going back visiting some family in Grand Blank. So uh, probably head out tomorrow morning, play some games tonight, some card games. Play some bowling. Nice. Some bowling. Bowling's next week. That's next Thursday. I really like a good card game. What do you guys play? Uh, we've been big on Wingspan lately. It's uh, it's about birds. That's <laughs> I've heard about it yep. on the radio. Well, right. It's I've, good. I've heard about it on the radio. I'm we, just we about a good old game of euchre. Honestly, we should have an easy peak euchre tournament. I just done. need a deck of cards. You don't need anything else. Man. I, I'm a year out on a good euchre tournament. I love playing euchre, but Erica doesn't really know how to play it or can't learn yeah my wife doesn't really care. well she'll play but she doesn't really care for it yeah erica has to write out a list of everything every time she plays so it takes 45 minutes just to get started yeah that so. takes it yep but yeah so I'll, I'll play some euchre whenever you guys are down all right sounds good all right on that have a good weekend y'all we'll see you next easy. week bye bye <laughs>